It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hi, Simon. Bonsoir, la belle Angie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. I like this gray t-shirt tonight. You like my gray yeah. Chicagoan t-shirt? Yeah, yes. I like that. You have the coolest t-shirt I've noticed and shoes. Well, the, here's the thing. I don't know how that happens, but every night... I don't have a, to... Uh, yeah, I don't have to dress up to be in the studio here at night, so I'm always t-shirt and jeans. have coolest t-shirt. Oh, thank shirts. you. Well, and look, usually shoes, tennis shoes of all kinds. I'm a sneakerhead, yes. I have yeah. to look cute. I got to try to look cute. Can I oh, tell you what just... happened to me? Oh, first of all, hello. Welcome to the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Sometimes I forget it's not just me and you. That's right. Um, that's a number to call if you need any advice, if you want to talk about anything we're talking about. Uh, also, Simon at Angie.com. Check us out there. But we're love, dating, romance, and the ooh-la-la. Speaking of the ooh-la-la, mm-hmm. do you know what I saw today? No, I don't know. I went running. I went for a run. I go run by the lake here, Lake Michigan. Uh, there's a beautiful long trail, yeah, I know 14 miles. I went for a run. What do I see? Two people in the car. Ooh-la-la. All steamy. Are you serious? Yes. I've never ooh-la-la in so, any car. So instead of running, I started strolling. And looking, and then I pulled out my camera. No, I didn't. Wait a minute, you've never ooh la la in the car? I've never made love in the car in my whole Simon life. Simon Marcel! Uh, yeah, no, isn't that disappointing? King of romance! <laughs> well, no made love. No, no, I've, I don't know why. It's not very French, by the way, because the French don't do that. What do you mean? Well, we make love behind the trees in the park. We make love in. Because parks you know, are more romantic. And, you know, there's no PDA. Like, it's, yeah, park are more romantic. And also, we have very little cars Peugeot, Renault. And you have automatic and I'm transmission. Or the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stick shift. Stick shift. And so it you, gets in the way. Right. Uh, so I've never had the chance to make love in the car. Have you ever made love in the car? I have. You have. And what, what is All your... the cars. You name a model, <laughs> make and model. I've done that. Really? <laughs> a so, couple. Look, you know what? We, we have to But in the break. front of the car or the back of the car? I'll tell you. When we okay. come back, we have to take a quick break. So uh, let's talk about crazy places we've done it. Yeah. And oh, yeah. That are fun to do it. I know, that... I know you've got some stories, too. I do. Oh, we got to get you in a car. Okay. When we come <laughs> back on The Rendezvous. Hello and ooh-la-la to you. It is the rendezvous. <laughs> Angie, so, you're killing me. <laughs> we talk love, dating, romance, all that good, fun stuff, and yes. the ooh-la-la as well. Simon, I was telling you earlier that I went for a run today. I'm training for a triathlon. You look fantastic, by the way. Well, thank you very you much. Know, I'm trying. You. I'm trying. So do you. Um, all that ping-pong Thanks. workout is <laughs> really, you. your forearms look amazing. <laughs> no, they're, they're no, bulging. True. So I went for a run. I saw two people uh, doing the ooh-la-la in their car on the lakefront. You you know, there's all the parking lots along the way on the beach. And I was like, ooh. So, uh, you know, I started walking and checking them out. But <laughs> just reminding me of the good old days. But you said you'd never you know, done that before. You said that, and I just remind myself, not once. Because you have little cars. But we have that little makes cars, sense. and we are tall people. You don't you don't drive the big SUVs over in Europe. Absolutely not. You've been in Paris. No, uh, there's Streets are narrows. Yeah. So we can't. And, and I think, really, because we... We so relax on the PDA. Yeah. You know, I've seen people in the Jardin du Luxembourg, which is in the 6th District, make love right behind bushes. Really? Oh, totally. I mean, it's... No, wait, not what was the address of that? The, what's the, <laughs> the... What the Jardin, Jardin du Luxembourg? <laughs> okay. In the 6th District. Yeah, I'm just going to remember for when I go to Paris yeah, this summer. I mean, you go in the summer, you go like it's 8 or 9. Uh-huh. And, and, and not doing in the front lawn. Or, but but just, in the back. Oh, completely. I in mean, the, I was there, so I did it too. Whoa. When I was... You know. So Okay, so you have. You have done it out... Oh, in public? In public? Of course. Not in public, really. You're kind of hidden, well, but... In the south of France. Why, I mean. why is the, why is the uh, chance of getting caught so alluring? Is it the chance of getting caught or why. just the freedom? It's the cultural acceptance that lovemaking is a beautiful thing. 
another example in the south of France. I'm guilty of that. Here I would have been arrested. I remember being on a scooter, which is a Vespa. A, little, mm, a Vespa. Vespa. Ve Vespa means mosquito in Italian. Vespa. Yeah. Well, so in this case, it's just a, you know <laughs> a little motorcycle. And there was my girlfriend Emmanuel, long time ago, a French woman, and we had decided, you know, and she was behind me, and she just turns me on for some reason. We decided to stop the motorcycle. We went against a tree. And and then we made it, you know, pretty quickly. I won't be the graphic, but anyway, people, you know, beep at you with the horn, right? Bam, bam. But you see, thumbs up, and everybody moves on. And the cops stop flying; they, they do that too. Nobody cares. I was going to ask you about the story you told about the people in Paris in the bush at the Jou Jardin, or did the police <laughs> Jardin du Luxembourg? If the police walked by, would they stop them and say they pretend they don't see it? They don't really. You, I mean, unless there's kids around, they're going to tell you please stop immediately. Yeah. But if here if you, would be you, like a lewd conduct, oh, like yeah. yeah, I would never dare. So 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 that's the difference. I think. We French people have a mm -hmm. decency to not do it in front of kids ever. Mm -hmm. We know where to go. Vice versa, the police laugh at us. And I, they I give you a high five. But yeah, <laughs> but but if you ever try in a car because of the car accidents and the oh no parked car. Parked no, car, not right. while you're. But the, well, I mean, there's other things you can do while you're driving, but like you can't do all that in the car <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you're driving. But you, yes, make sure you're in park. So you're in park, you know, and all this. Now, Angie. I want to ask you this because I know in America it's a common thing, and in I the, think in, in the car, in the car, yeah. In, but are we talking front seat, back seat, or Both the trunk? On top, uh, on the trunk, on the hood, in the back seat, front well, that's seat, not the same, in, the, in the baby seat, um, but not <laughs> no, underneath the car. On. Don't do that. That's not comfortable. So, so, but why is that? Why is the car such a cultural? Because it's something different, you know. And we can't do it outside like you can in right? Europe. And it's also something different. It's the same reason. Everybody feels some sort of like ooh la la sexiness when they go to a hotel because it's different. It's a different place. It's a different something. You know, a lot of times in the car too, you're on your way. I know the times that it's happened to me. Um, I've been on my way home from church or no, not church, but on my way home from like a wedding or like a club or something. And you've had a couple cocktails. It's dark. Maybe it's raining. You got the music on. It's like I can't wait another second. And then you pull go over. Now, here's another question. We had the chance we could bring back girlfriends at home. Mm -hmm. uh, it was totally acceptable. Mm -hmm. It's not here. Do bring you think that, yeah, so I could bring girlfriends and make love in my oh, bedroom? Oh, my parents, let's talk about that. Okay, yeah, uh, let's. We've got to take a break, but let's talk about that when we come back. That's a great question. Yeah. What were the rules when you were in young? In France and here. Your, yes, I like that. When we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we've been talking about, you know, uh, pl the crazy places for the ooh-la-la. And you asked me about growing up uh, yeah, with your I, boyfriend or girlfriend. I want to ask you something. It's a cultural difference, okay? When you're growing up, okay, where your mom would have let you, you know, go spend the night between the age of 16 to the age of 20 at your boyfriend's house. No. No. <laughs> no. Well, no, she wouldn't. Why? Well, first of all, I got kicked out of my house when I was 16, so I could, oh. I could have spent the night, the night at a homeless person's bridge, and it didn't matter to my mom. But when I was growing up, like 14, 15, if I had my boyfriend at that time over to our house, like it was during the day, it, he couldn't come into my room unless the door was wide open so that everybody could walk by, see what we were doing. So, no, there was none of that here. You had that freedom? I, I had the freedom. I mean, the rule was very different in France. Uh, what Did happened was my lovely Christabel, which was my first girlfriend, first love. How old? 14. 14. 14, 15. So we were together, and her, my mom called Christabel's mom right. and asked her permission. She said, okay, my son wants to invite your daughter uh, to spend the night over, to sleep 14. over. 14. 14, 15, yes. Ooh, it, it was la, it, la, 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 <laughs> la, 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 la. Yeah, but my mom said, that's why no cars, no, you know, said, 
we want you to be under our protection. And so there were was you sleeping in the same room? Same bed. Did you have condoms? We did not make love, Angie. Mm -hmm. We made out. Well, did your parents suspect that you were going to do the ooh-la-la? Probably not. Probably not. No, I don't did remember. Her mom, did Chris Obel's mother know that you were sleeping in bed together? Yeah, yeah, of course, because that would have oh. never happened without the mom say yes. Okay, my mom would have never let that happen unless Christabel's mom said yes. And why do most French women mothers do that? This is They, fascinating to me because this would be illegal in this country. Seriously, like it would be. Among two minors? Yes. So let me, let's get back to it. We got to take a quick break, but I want to get back okay. to this when we come yeah. back on The Rendezvous. We're back on The Rendezvous. Simon and Angie. Simon, before yes. the break, you were saying that in France, you were allowed to have your girlfriend sleep over at 14. Your mother asked the other mother permission. Yes. But you slept in the same bed. We did. Um, spent the whole night. And, and we had breakfast together yeah. my, with my parents. With the parents there. The parentals. It, it, it sounds so crazy to Americans to hear that because I, I mentioned, I'm like, God, that's illegal. I don't I don't think it's illegal um, to do that here, but it's definitely something where the whole neighborhood would be like, oh my God, what goes on in that house? I can't believe they allow that. Well, it's frowned upon if I, the parents are supervising that whole situation. Absolutely. And I fully respect the law of the land. So here we do as Americans over there as French. But the idea, my mom is a feminist, as you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, Christabel's mom was a feminist too. They wanted protection. They didn't want us to go under a bridge to make love. They didn't want us to go... You know, at a party's friends or lie. It sounds like your parents are realists, not just yes. feminists, but they are realists. Realist. And yeah. so the premises was no lie, protection, and permission from the mother See? of my girlfriend. If, if if my girlfriend's mother would have said no, none of this would have ever happened. Right. See, now, Jason, my husband, was sort of raised that way. His was mother, he? he was raised by a single mother right. um, who was also a feminist, very strong woman, and was raising a son. Yeah. And she told him, as long as you never lie to me, as long as I always know where you are, yeah. you're kind of free to do what you want because she had, uh, he was very responsible. She trusted him. And he always, he, he didn't even drink alcohol till he was 22 or something. So he was very respectful of her rules so that he he could have that freedom. It, and I think if you give kids the opportunity to prove themselves no. as a, as trustworthy, they they do that. And so I would like to ask you a question about your daughter when she gets 40. Okay, let's uh, do that. Yeah, when we come back. Yes, on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're going to open up the phone lines, 855-905-8255, because this conversation got real <laughs> interesting, talking about uh, love and then young love and yep. being a teenager and what your parents would allow in your home. Simon, you grew up in France, yeah, very liberated. Very liberated, uh, even with a feminist mother, mm -hmm. right? And I was in love with a lovely, my first love, Christabel, and we decided we want to spend the night together and have sleepovers. And instead of going in the back of our parents, instead of lying, instead of like, pretending we're going to a friend's, you know, sleepover, and right. then no, I, you know, my mom called her mom, and then that happened many, many times. Yeah, um, there was a trust. So there was a trust, and those are memories, the most tender and sweet nights of my life. In a right, way. the butterflies that you get at that age. Oh my God! Are, you never can Listen, have those again. The I, teenage butterflies are the best. The first night was Christabel, is probably the most romantic night for me ever in terms of feeling. You know the, the 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 body of a woman next to me. It's just it was the first time in my life. Well, you were both teenagers. Yes, yeah. we were both and 14, 15. I just want to make that clear so nobody's like, "What is? What are they talking about?" Yes, we're, so we're talking about when we were all teenagers, teenagers. So all the same age, same age, teenagers. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. But like thinking back on those times, my first love was sixteen. I any moment I could even sit next to him outside of school, like on a couch in a home anywhere. I it was like the most 
intense butterflies, and, exciting time in my life. And for the record, Christabel did not want to make love to me, and we did not make love, and um, and I respected that. Yeah, it was tender you know? and sweet. And oh innocent. my god, the kissing, the caressing. Oh yeah. And 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 be, and and being able to show up in the morning without doing the right. walk of shame. Right. She walked with me to my my parents' house breakfast room without doing the walk of shame. The walk of shame at sixteen. Yeah. You know, no, but 14. still. No, no. Even yeah. yeah. But but your parents. I love this. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but your parents, both on both sides, uh-huh. trusted you both and l- let you have that opportunity to become trustworthy. Yes. In your parents' eyes, and I think that's a problem that a lot of us parents in in this country have, is that we are so helicopter parents were always watching every move swirling on top we're so scared of every little thing that we don't trust our children to grow up and to, and to learn how to live with with a little bit of um I don't know freedom so that they can become trustworthy to us to, totally and and, and to also another fact that is very different in in, in those days the sex, sexual majority was 15 and three months not yeah. 18 yeah so things were different well, I'm sure it is today I, I, I don't 18 know 18 years old in what? France too now they've changed it what, to so like in the, in the, in my days when you were 15 and three and three years old you could even have sex with an adult. When you were 15, you in could? In France, 15 wow. and three months was the law of the land. Whoa. Yeah, you yeah. Back then, back things then. were different. Yeah. So my age was that. In but, the 1800s, it was much different. Yeah, in <laughs> I'm kidding. But, I'm so kidding. now I want to ask you this question, Angie. Mm-hmm. You're, you're the mom of a teenager, beautiful daughter. She's 12. She's 12, So yeah. what is going to be your policy? You're an American person. Here with Jason, when it comes to her... 14, 15, 16, if she asks you that question, mom, I want to spend the night over at my boyfriend's house. That's hard to say. It's such a case-by-case basis, and it all depends on the kind of person she is at whatever age she is when that happens. Because right now she's 12, super sweet, kind, responsible, smart, polite, polite, honest. She tells me everything, but who knows what kind of— teenager she's going to be at 14 or 15 she might go crazy and turn into somebody that sneaks around and does other things i hope not i hope i've taught her better than that so if she's still this amazing responsible kid we'll we'll go we'll cross that bridge when we get there i want to trust her and give her all the freedom i can and and have these little tests of freedom with her to see if she passes and then allow her to grow would you call the mother of the of boyfriend course, of course okay, of course so you would do like my mom yeah yeah of course i would so i you think jason would be okay uh, I don't think so. When you're talking about the dads, yeah. her dad and Jason, no. I hear a lot of talk of shotguns. And <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it's different. The but they don't understand out. what it's like to be a girl either. So who knows? All right. Listen, we're going to switch it up when we come back. We're going to play Date or, or dump. dump. That's coming up on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Take your emails all the time mm-hmm. at simonandangie.com if you need advice on love, romance, dating, the ooh-la-la. Mm-hmm. We love to dish it out here. So let's do that. We're going to play our favorite game, Date or oh, dumb. dump. This comes to us from Tracy from Northwest Indiana. She listens on My FM in Chicago. She says, Bonjour, Simon and Angie. Bonjour. Or it's actually Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Uh, I went out <laughs> with a guy last night. We discovered that we were on opposite sides of the political spectrum. We got into a pretty heated debate and then agreed to disagree. And he actually said that it was kind of hot that I was so fired up about my views. But I feel like this will be an exhausting, frustrating relationship down the road. What do you guys think should i date or dump him 
That's a tough one considering our political climate right now, how heated it all is. And I hate to talk politics, but it, it has to do with romance. So she wants to know what to do, Simon. I think Tracy can date him. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because love should always be stronger than politics. Mm-hmm. All right. All we need is love. Uh, you know, we, or it's just so I have friends of mine, by the way, right now, been married for six years. He's a Republican. She's a Democrat. Mm-hmm. It was a tough life the last 12 months. Right. Kidding, okay. But they made it through. And I think true love, real romantic feelings should, in, in the root of family, should be politics. So put the politic aside. Yes. And enjoy. Right. We have the right to disagree. Okay, so Simon, Tracy wants to know, should she date or dump this guy? What is your final verdict? Date. Date. I also say date. date. Okay, Tracy. Yeah. Try to figure it out. Try to find some common ground. But uh, I want to tell you, Simon, when we come back, I yes. have a girlfriend, one of my dearest friends. She was uh-huh. at my wedding. We kind of had a situation like this. Like that? Yeah, and I want to tell you about that when we come back okay. on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we just had a date or dump situation where this girl started dating this guy. Mm -hmm. They're on opposite ends of the political spectrum. She was a little nervous that might cause problems. And we suggested they continue to date. That we did, yeah. Uh, Don't dump them because of that. No, love is stronger than politics. Yeah, Exactly. And I have to say, I had this same situation. Uh, One of my best friends for... Oh, my gosh. 20 years now Uh I've known her. She's changed a lot in the last 20 years. I like to say that I lost my best friend to Fox News because she's become super political uh, to the point where she's almost like radical political. Really? I'm I'm very liberal. I make no bones about it. I'm you know, that's just my thing. I don't. I don't like to talk politics, um, but she does. And so one weekend we were in Vegas having a girls weekend. We were there to see like uh, like J-Lo or somebody, you know, just, you know, having a girls weekend. Yeah, yeah. We're hammered. How many girls? Just the two of us. Okay. Hammered. We go to the, you know, after the show, we're at the buffet, like eating. And for some reason, politics came up. She brought it up. We get into a fight, like a nasty fight, because she was being very condescending. Like how bad of a fight? Like just like yelling at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was being condescending, and I was like, "Let's stop." So we agreed at that moment, in order for us to stay, you know, friends. Yeah. We will never ever speak of it again. I mean, there, there's going to be situations that are, you know, fundamental, like, um, you know, just like views on things. It's going to come up, but we're not talking politics anymore. That was ten years ago. We've never spoke about it. And we're still close. See? And even though no, I know she's completely crazy. True. No. <laughs> you're not crazy, honey, if you're listening. But true, you... true friendship, true love should true be love. always stronger than politics. And that's what I was trying to reiterate aside. with that story. I love that story, Angie. No, no that... matter what happens, that's just a detail that has nothing to do with your relationship. Absolutely. It's the right of each of us to have differences. Yes, it is. Differences are a yeah, good thing. It's okay. So it makes us all special. Uh, so we're going to take some uh, advice calls, Simon. People yeah. are on the line right now. Our I lines are yep. open. 855-905-8255. We'll get to the calls next on The Rendezvous. You are listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour et bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Ooh la la. Thank <laughs> you for listening, everybody. Uh, so we are taking calls. We are taking emails all the time. 855-905-8255. That's a number to call to chat with us. Or therendezvousshow.com. Send us an email. Mm-hmm. We'll call you, maybe. Um, and right now... We're going to talk to somebody in Ohio. Let's talk to Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay. Hi, Angie. How are you? Hello, girl. I'm good. How are you? Hi, Simon. Simon, I listen to you every Tuesday night. I love it. 
on FYI in bed with Simon thank you so much Lindsay for watching the show you you know it's a lot of fun you do a great job you do a great job with it so um, all right, we have some advice for you if you give us your question what's going on Lindsay Um, my question is whether I should approach my boyfriend Uh, I've been dating him for six months and it was my birthday recently and yes happy birthday Thank you so much. How do you say uh, it in French, Simon? Bon anniversaire. Bon anniversaire. Anniversaire, like anniversary. Ah. So bon anniversaire. Good Good is happy birthday. I like it. You okay. can even say joyeux anniversaire. Happy. That's better. There you go. Did you got all that? <laughs> okay, so anyway, it was, your, it was your birthday. Yes, it was my birthday, and thank you for the wishes. Um, uh-huh. But like I said, my, my boyfriend, he didn't buy me anything uh he he did take me out to dinner uh which was lovely but uh, i mean not even a card and mm. and i'm wondering should i bring it up to him because it, it, it actually really bothered me you know not being materialistic i don't need something extravagant but my god something just a and little I, token <laughs> I, yeah something i mean you know it's six months that we're together i mean we're together and a monogamous relationship and it just took me off guard that that I didn't get anything and I don't know if I should bring it up to him so I just let it go you know and you know I see what he does you know if we're still together next year if I don't get you know like I don't I don't know what to do no no you have to tell him why keep the unspoken I mean you upset I can tell then she can tell we're mm-hmm. listening to you you called us you have to teach you have to teach this man how to show love. G- giving nothing, I mean, stinginess or whatever the reason is, or it's just not acceptable. Mm-hmm. So give him a chance to improve. Give him a chance to be a better boyfriend next year since you like him and all that. But I would definitely tell him, I don't know anybody who doesn't give at least a card or something on a, on a birthday, right? I agree. Angie? Did he t- when he took you out to dinner, was it a big ceremonious thing? Like, this is your birthday dinner? Was it like an extra extravagant dinner or anything like that? No, it was, you know, unlike, it was just like any other time that we go out to dinner. I'm not cool with that. Yeah, I'm not cool with that. And I agree with Simon. You you really teach people how to treat you. Yes. And if you let it slide, he's going to think that's cool. So don't expect anything for any holidays, any birthdays in the future. Totally agree, Angie. Mm Mm-hmm. So tell him, I see, but I'm so passive aggressive. If it were me, what I would do is, what would you is do? I would, you know, I'd be in a mall with him or something. I'd be like, oh, look at that nice purse. Would be nice if I would have got one of those for my birthday. <laughs> you're a genius. Hello. But Angie, you're a genius. Yeah, I, I, I suggest a more direct approach than my passive aggressiveness. But yeah, definitely let him know. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I like that, Angie, though. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Lindsay. That's good luck good with one. that. Yes. Thank you, Angie. Thank you, Simon. Keep doing what you're doing. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Lindsay. Bonne chance. Good luck to you. Awesome. Okay, you, if you have a question, you want to be like Lindsay, get some advice, therendezvousshow.com. You can write us there or call us anytime, 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. That is also our website, simonandangie.com. On there, mm-hmm. you can send us emails uh, if you need some advice on love, dating, relationships, the ooh-la-la, whatever comments, you can make them. And right now, we have a big stack of these, Simon. Everybody wants advice from you. Well, it's bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Thank you for emailing us. Yes, so uh, we have a problem. Julio from Brownsville, Texas writes us and says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Julio. 
I met my girlfriend's friends last night. Um, he met his girlfriend's friends. I said that a little fast last night. And one of them pulled me aside, told me that I should know that my girlfriend has a tendency to get crazy mm-hmm. when she's in a relationship. I tried to get her to elaborate, but she just laughed and said, you'll see. And now I'm terrified. Uh, I would be too. I don't want to reach out to her, the friend, because it was the first time we met and it seems weird to talk to her behind my girlfriend's back. But now I got to know. Um, should I tell my girlfriend what she said and ask why she would say that? What should I do? Simon, what do you think he should do? Uh, Julio, I think you uh, ask all the questions you want because because unspoken, misunderstanding, unsaid, non-said, rotten relationship. Now you have a fear. You can't be relaxed. Right. How can you have a good time if in the back of your mind you're thinking, goodness, she's going to go crazy any minute? You don't want to walk on eggshells. No, and we want to, and everybody is, is innocent until proven guilty. So I don't think your girlfriend automatically is crazy as a friend said. Maybe she sabotaged her. I would go to the, my girlfriend if I were you, Julio, and said, what's up? Here's what your girlfriend said. Yeah. Why did she say that to me? And the friend is meddling, by the way, in this relation. That's not a good girlfriend, but we have to uh, take so, a break real quick. And okay. I want to, when we come back, Simon, I want to continue to talk about this yeah, particular I subject. I want your perspective. Okay, Julio, we're going to tell you more when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we had Bonjour Simon Marcel, the email from Julio, who was talking about he started dating this girl, Mm -hmm. finally got to meet all her girlfriends, Mm -hmm. but one of them pulls him aside and says, yeah, she's crazy in relationships, so good luck with that. Now he's freaked out, doesn't know what to do. Should he ask his girlfriend, hey, what does your friend mean about saying that you're really crazy in relationships, and you advised him to ask questions? Absolutely, because when you don't know something, but you feel something, or when you're afraid of something, mm-hmm. all you got to do is ask. Yeah, always communicate ask the at the right time. Right, because when you, you know, when you have something like that big that's worrying you, Maybe. then you it's the unspoken that makes you nervous, and you're going to start assuming things and making a bigger problem out of something that maybe is nothing at all. Exactly. What happened is the girlfriend of your girlfriend. Put something toxic on your mind and in your heart. You're right. now intoxicated. Right. The only way for you to get disintoxicated is to have the truth. Right. If the I may sober say. truth. Yes. To and, untoxicate. And we also want <laughs> yes. And we want to you detox. To detox. detox. And we want you, girlfriend, to have a chance to tell the truth. Right. Because we're all innocent. And so it's easy to say she says that or she was like that. We can all do that. Right. Angie, what would you do? I would do the same. I would go to my boyfriend when we were alone and yeah. be like, hey, your friend was saying this about you. What is he saying? And, you know, maybe my boyfriend doesn't know that his friends are throwing him under the bus like this. Those are not good friends, by the way. They shouldn't be meddling in their relationship. They were there to meet, support, not to, like, instill fear and possibly ruin a relationship. So, yeah, I would... Communication in all things. Absolutely. Communication is the oxygen of relationships. Ah, communication is the the oxygen. oxygen. Without it, you don't breathe. Your tree doesn't grow, the tree of love, and nothing happens. I agree. You need communication. Andy. Simon, that's perfect advice. Talk Thank it you. up, Julio. Ask her about it and find out. And then, you know, Bonne chance. if she's really crazy, then figure it out from there. Thanks for writing in more of The Rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we were talking about this email we got from Julio. He's worried because his new girlfriend has some friends, and one of them warned him that the new girlfriend is crazy in relationships. Mm-hmm. And now he's all freaked out about it. And we told him to talk to the girlfriend, to find out what she means, 
and it's kind of meddling on the girlfriend's part, you know, the other friend's part. Um, so we're taking calls on this right now, 855-905-8255. Let's go to the line, Forest Hills, Florida here. This is Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Good. Yeah, I was listening to the advice you gave him, and it was spot on, man. I was in the uh, same kind of situation with my girlfriend, but it was her Uh-oh. sister. Who told ooh, me. ooh, that's a yeah. nasty sister. She her own sister. She says she's an idiot in all relationships. She always ruins the relationships. And mm. uh, for a while, it, it was a little tension there because I really wanted to ask her, you know, what was true. So, yeah. if it was true or not. So I go to her and ask her, and she told me that her sister gets jealous of her every time she gets in relationships, and she mm. did. She's done that before. Oh, so she likes to sabotage her sister? She likes to sabotage her because she likes her drinking buddy. Because when she gets in a relationship, oh. she hangs out with the person she's dating with. And mm-hmm. her sister, she's dating, and her sister's single. So she sabotages the relationship to get her hangout buddy back. You always have to wonder why somebody is meddling in other people's relationship. There's always a reason behind it. So it's better to go to you know, the person that you're with than to go to the one that's interfering. Because the one that's interfering will probably complain all day, make up stories, do whatever she has to do to break up this relationship. It's a great point, Angie, because if you haven't been asked a question and you interfere in somebody else's relationship, like you have your own agenda. Yes. Which is usually envy, jealousy, or destruction. There's something there. Right, just out of the blue, if you haven't asked, what do you think of my, my, your sister? And right. suddenly you just go to somebody and say she's a terrible person. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Well, I'm glad oh. that you worked that out with your girlfriend. You yeah. guys are happy now? Oh, my gosh, we've never been happier. I feel closer to her because that's out in the open, and I know I can trust her, and she knows she she can trust me, and we know we both can't trust her sister. Yeah, well, sometimes when you sit on these things and you don't ask the question that you need to ask and you don't communicate, then your mind starts to run away, and you start freaking out about little things, and you're, you're starting fights that are not there, so you just have to, like, cut the chase and go right to the source and be like, what's going on with this? Like, why is she doing this? Yeah. And there's usually a story behind it. Always. Not usually. Always. Always. Okay. Always a story behind it. Yeah. I agree and, uh, wholeheartedly. Well, Tony, thank you so much for calling in. Hopefully Julio was listening to that. And, yes. And we'll go and do the same. And we appreciate you listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thanks. Have a good night. Good luck to you. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Great show, Simon, from the Ooh La Studios tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about love, dating, romance. We and do that. We also talked about secrets and communication in a relationship that brought you to your Simon Says of the night. Thanks, Angie. Yeah, I said in relationship, I said communication is the oxygen of relationships. Yes, it breathes life into it. It does, Angie. If you can't communicate, Mm -hmm. you can't grow the tree of love. I agree. You can't grow the tree of love. Without No, you can't. Communication. You have such a poetic way of of saying everything, (laughs) Simon, but it makes sense. And so if you ever need advice like Julio did with his girlfriend Mm -hmm. um, or anything on our website, that's where you want to go. You can send in an email. We'll read your advice on the air. Maybe you're a little shy about calling. Send us an email and we'll talk about it. Simonandangie.com. Also, up on our website if you missed any of the show tonight it was a great show podcast of our show all the data dump segments the bonjour simon all the mm-hmm. advice mm-hmm. also simon's fii show yes in bed with simon we have a lot of great episodes thanks angie and i know you're fine so I a am. double thank you but it's a lot of fun and if you've missed it 
I mean, rule of engagement, what should you say, when should you meet the parents? I heard somebody faked uh, a big O on one of the episodes. Is that true? <laughs> you got Check it out. Okay. SimonNNG.com. Okay. Check for In Bed with See, Simon. I missed that one, so I'm going to have to go back and look. Lots of videos up there, all yes. Simon's. Also, what's in Simon's bag? Because I carry around <laughs> this humongous bag that's like carrying around a pillowcase full of bricks. Every day I carry this bag. That's what's in Angie's bag. Yeah, I dumped it all out, but what's in Simon's bag? All of that on our website, SimonAndAngie.com. Thanks for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.